You're listening to The Podcast. If you're a Stargate fan, you've been on one crazy ride. You watched your show reach a pinnacle of success rarely seen in science fiction television. 10 million of us were tuning in to both Stargate SG-1 and Atlantis each week in the early 2000s. Then Atlantis was prematurely canceled, and a poorly received Stargate universe entered our homes at the start of an unexpected MGM bankruptcy. Stargate was gone, and it felt like a rug had been yanked beneath our feet. And now we've been laying there on the ground in Stargate Purgatory, wondering what is to come. A few times we started to get to our knees. There was that time they announced a new movie trilogy. Then they created the Stargate Command streaming service, complete with a Stargate Origins web series. And then Brad Wright met with MGM executives and came away with a feeling of hope and potential. That was 18 months ago. And yet, here we still lie on the floor, waiting for someone to pick us up. We're waiting for MGM to come to their senses and realize they still have a flagship TV series on their hands. We are lying there with our hands outstretched, waiting for creator Brad Wright to pull us up and make us whole fans again. But what if I told you that as a fandom lying on the floor, all we simply need to do is stand up? Some of you have already started to do this, but more of us will need to join the few. In this video, not only are we going to explain exactly why Stargate has not come back to TV, but we are going to show you what we need to do to get back on our feet and how that will create a path for our favorite franchise to finally return to us. So you aren't going to want to miss this video. And if you haven't already subscribed to our channel, please do so now and join our community. Also, click the notification bell to never miss interesting pop culture stories. And make sure you stay tuned until the end of the video to learn how to get your own Save the Gate graphic design, as well as how you can be a part of this fandom movement to get new Stargate back on TV again. Great. Suppose I'm ready. The most important thing we can do for the Stargate franchise at this point is to tell the truth. If everyone understands what we are dealing with, then people in a position to make things happen will be empowered to move the franchise forward and we as fans will be in a place to support them and give them the confidence they need to take a chance on us. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's talk about that in a moment. The first thing that most people don't realize is that Stargate is a unique and special science fiction TV franchise. With 17 seasons across three shows, only Star Trek and Doctor Who have more airtime. Who? Just the Doctor. Actually, could you just ask me that again? Doctor Who? Whoa. And right behind Stargate is The X-Files. And all three of those other franchises are backed by CBS, BBC, and Fox, all major networks. The fact that Stargate was able to be on TV for as long as it was without the backing of a major network is a testament to the fans, the writers, the studios, and the networks who were brave enough to take a chance on a TV series based on a movie that to this day still has a rotten score for its tomato meter. It's amazing when you consider that science fiction shows rarely make it five seasons, and some really good ones never get past the first couple. When you think of all those great moments watching Stargate's combined 354 episodes over those 17 seasons, 
Think kindly of Brad Wright and Jonathan Glasner, who stuck their necks out to Showtime and then backed up their words by working hard to create a rich universe that we would fall in love with. We've been critical of MGM for their handling of the franchise, but we have to thank them for being brave enough to let it go out for a spin and see what it could do in the first place. 11 Emmy nominations later, and an endless run on Saturn Awards, and there is no doubt that Stargate is one of the most successful science fiction franchises of all time. Because of this, Stargate deserves the respect that Star Trek or Doctor Who receive, and the franchise should have the same support, credibility, and opportunity to return again. So why has it been so difficult? What's holding the franchise back? Brad Wright wants new Stargate, According to sources, many executives in MGM want new Stargate. Actors, writers, and producers of the old series want new Stargate. And the fans want new Stargate. So what's the problem? If everyone wants new Stargate, why is no one making it? There are two reasons, money and confidence. And this core problem has existed since Stargate Universe went off the air and MGM filed for bankruptcy. In our Stargate, the definitive history of the franchise, we go deep into explaining why MGM ended up filing bankruptcy, so make sure you check out that video to get the whole story. In the summer of 2008, the Stargate property was entering a perfect storm. Executives from MGM, Sci-Fi, and Stargate producers sat down to discuss the future of the franchise. Nielsen ratings had been steadily declining since Atlantis' first season. And while that decline was attributed to the rise of digital video recorders, executives and advertisers only considered the traditional rating numbers. What we know from that meeting is that Stargate was going in a new direction. The new Battlestar Galactica TV series featured a gritty and darker shooting style and format that was turning heads all across the industry. Coincidentally, the new Stargate universe would also feature a more gritty and dramatic tone that seemed to mirror where the industry was going. But with Universe taking the helm, what to do with Atlantis? Some have suggested that producers didn't want to do two shows at once, like they had with SG-1 and Atlantis. And frankly, no one could blame them. But the problem was that Atlantis' story wasn't over, and the fandom wouldn't be served by abruptly ending that series to start a new one. Luckily, SG-1 already had a model of success. Stargate direct-to-DVD movies The Ark of Truth and Continuum earned more than $32 million and $27 million respectively. With the Atlantis fanbase already energized, a couple of direct-to-DVD movies would not only raise a lot of money, but it would also allow for the natural conclusion of the show, and fans could sigh contentedly while turning their attention to a more current and exciting chapter in the Stargate universe. And as Brad Wright reported, what was agreed to in that meeting was a mutual agreement. And looking at it in this context, it doesn't sound like a bad idea. But two things happened that no one saw coming. The economy would crash and fans would not embrace Stargate Universe. On September 15th, only a couple months after the historic and fateful Stargate meeting, Lehman Brothers, then the nation's fourth largest investment bank, filed for bankruptcy. This event would mark a turning point in the U.S. economy that would send MGM and the Stargate franchise reeling. It was a huge domino effect. First, it was the economy, which put huge financial pressure on MGM. The 86-year-old studio had been overwhelmed with debt since a 2005 buyout, and the increased cost of shooting in Canada as a result of the decline of the dollar was also taking more money out of the studio's pockets. 
Then the popularity of Netflix and arrival of Hulu would begin draining the DVD market, eliminating the profit the studio would earn making another SG-1 movie and future Atlantis movies. Even if Stargate Universe had been a success, it wouldn't have saved MGM. But the unfortunate fan backlash who wanted more of the Stargate they were familiar with would end up being the ultimate death blow for the franchise. The Not Our Stargate fan websites and message boards, coupled with poor ratings for Stargate Universe, would cause the Sci-Fi Channel to cancel the show after only two seasons without any sort of ending. And with lenders about to seize up to 95% of the company, MGM was in no position to find a new home for Stargate, and everything came to an unsatisfactory ending. The fans were left on the floor. MGM would eventually recover from the bankruptcy under new management, but the new CEOs were from Spyglass Entertainment, and the prevailing thought was to focus on movie properties instead of getting Stargate back on TV. In fact, Creditors who took over MGM wanted a slimmed-down version of what it was before, in hopes they could turn it into a money-making studio again. A combination of unhappy fans, plus the cost to start up the series again after striking all the sets, were not good optics for this slimmed-down version of MGM. In 2016, Jonathan Glickman, then president of MGM, confirmed this in a Variety interview. He said they knew in 2011 the Stargate property had played itself out. Money and confidence. The Stargate franchise, which had been an MGM superstar, was suddenly missing both. And in this business, when you lose one, the other closely follows. There is something about the way Stargate crashed that hurt its legacy in the industry. Stargate, a content juggernaut behind Star Trek and Doctor Who, does not get the nostalgic love and support in the entertainment community it deserves. SciFiWire.com lists Stargate SG-1 as the 20th out of 25 best science fiction series in the past 25 years. Popular Mechanics lists them as number 14 of all time. Rotten Tomatoes lists them as 37 of all time. And Rolling Stone's Top 50 has them at 36. Where does Star Trek, Doctor Who, and X-Files show up on all these lists? Right at the top. The Prisoner, number six all time, come on. Come on, man, come on. And while most of us agree, Stargate could be in everyone's top five list, having the industry painted as a middle of the road sci-fi series continues to eat at not only MGM's confidence, but other streaming services like Netflix, Amazon, or Hulu, who could easily partner with MGM and run with a new Stargate series. Like we said before, those other A-list science fiction shows have the backing of major networks, networks who can leverage deep pockets and resources inside their network to support shows that are worth testing in the marketplace. MGM, on the other hand, has to depend on successful movie revenue to be able to fund other projects like Stargate. And even though they've had success with movies like Creed, Creed II, and the new Addams Family movie, if it's not a James Bond year at MGM, the battle to succeed financially continues. Well played, Bond. When you combine this with the fact that MGM needs financing and distribution partners for most of their projects, that means they need to convince other agencies to also have confidence in whatever property they want to produce. And that confidence comes from a good feeling that everyone will have a positive return on investment. This is the primary reason why it has been so difficult to bring the Stargate franchise back to television. 
And to be fair to MGM and other studios, networks, and streaming platforms, good science fiction is hard to produce well on a budget. Star Trek Discovery costs CBS about $8.5 million per episode. The Orville is running at around $7 million per episode. Westworld's first season costs $10 million per episode, and Game of Thrones reportedly costs between $6 and $10 million per episode. Right now, MGM Television's most costly show is likely Vikings, which they share with the History Channel, and that reportedly costs about $4 million per episode. A high-quality version of Stargate could cost almost twice as much to make, which is why MGM and other partner networks would have to feel very strongly about the success of bringing Stargate back. Of course, the best way to gain that confidence is to not only believe that longtime fans of the show will be there, but also that new fans can be brought into the franchise as well. How many fans will pay for new Stargate? This is what MGM needs to know. Stargate fans' response would be, look no further, reboot the franchise, we're ready. But after backlash on Stargate Universe, MGM has been low-key testing the waters to know exactly how many fans would be willing to come out of their wallets for a return of the franchise. After six years of clawing their way out of bankruptcy, MGM decided to put the fandom to the test. They created the Stargate Command streaming service, the service was seemingly designed to do two things. First, to provide fans with exclusive content, which included a new webisode series, along with all of the classic Stargate. The second was to identify how many fans were still interested in Stargate, and should MGM risk their meager capital on trying to revive the series. For the one-time fee of $20 per year, Stargate Command would offer a membership to the streaming service, plus a bunch of new content you couldn't find anywhere else. The site launched in September 2017, and there was an excited buzz in the community. But that initial fan flame was put out when there were major problems with the viewing experience on the new platform. And with Stargate available for viewing on Amazon and Hulu, many fans were hesitant to purchase the new streaming membership. But then, five months later, the web series Stargate Origins Catherine aired on the streaming service as 10 10-minute episodes. While there were mixed reviews on the quality of the production, fans were kind to the series, hoping there would be more where that came from. But nothing happened. MGM was totally silent after Stargate Origins. Then a year and a half later, MGM announced it was shutting down Stargate Command and moving to YouTube. No one on the outside knows for certain if Stargate Command was a fishing expedition for fans, but nothing else makes sense. The number of subscribers were never made public, but we can estimate a few things to help us determine if the streaming service's lack of paying members was the reason MGM walked away from the project. If the studio was basing fan support for the streaming service as the indicator of whether a new series would be financially beneficial, then that subscriber number was going to be very important. Remember, during Stargate's height of popularity, weekly episodes were bringing in as many as 10 million viewers. We can all agree MGM wouldn't have stopped the streaming service if it had 10 million subscribers, and they were pulling in $200 million per year. But if you wanted to launch a new high-quality Stargate series on a streaming service, the cost would be closer to $8 million per episode. And with today's standard 13-episode season, Stargate Command would have needed to raise at least $50 million to be able to support a new series. And at $20 a year, that magic number is 2.5 million subscribers. 
Non-scholarly guesstimates, based on the number of YouTube subscribers, put the actual membership number of Stargate Command somewhere between 50,000 and 100,000 subscribers. Even being generous at 100,000 subscribers, earnings would only be around $2 million per year, which wouldn't even pay for one episode of a quality science fiction TV show. We believe that once Origins failed to drive in large amounts of new subscribers, MGM determined that there wasn't a large enough number of the fanbase willing to pay for new Stargate. And since they couldn't afford to produce new webisodes for the streaming service, they wouldn't continue taking people's money and the service was cancelled. We've been pretty critical of MGM and their lack of communication when it comes to Stargate. Their silence has left us with the impression that they don't care. But the reality is that MGM is a business made up of people, not just a corporate face. And there are a lot of people at MGM who love Stargate and want it to succeed. We feel that their lack of communication has a simple answer. They don't want the world to know that they don't have faith in one of their best shows. Can you imagine MGM coming out and saying, we aren't making new Stargate because you fans won't support it financially? That's not going to happen. They aren't going to attack the fans. But would they be wrong? We could argue that Stargate Command was not rolled out very well and should not be the determining factor for how many fans were willing to pay for new Stargate. The reality is, word got around fast in the fandom that the streaming service didn't work very well, and a lot of people kept their wallets closed, waiting to see what would happen, and continuing to watch Stargate on other streaming platforms. That would have a dramatic impact on the number of subscribers for Stargate Command. But if you were waiting to see what would happen, wouldn't you jump in with both feet for new Stargate content? Some fans did, but others continued to wait. And when the reviews for Origins were lukewarm, fans didn't show up. So if it's true that only 100,000 people showed up for Stargate Origins after seven years without the franchise, then could they be right? Are there not enough fans interested in new Stargate stories? Or as a fandom, did we just fail a huge test that we didn't even know we were taking? So would there be new Stargate today if we'd all flocked to the streaming service for Stargate Origins? We know MGM was actively trying to determine how big the fanbase was, so the answer is absolutely yes. <laughs> MGM was looking for a reason to keep making new Stargate, and not enough of the fandom showed up. So this leads us back to where we started, lying there on the ground with our hands in the air waiting for Brad Wright or MGM to lift us back up again. Perhaps we haven't realized how heavy we are. We have a lot more options for viewing entertainment today than we did way back in the 2000s. Cable is quickly disappearing, and we are picking and choosing what services we are willing to pay for. The reality is that if we want new Stargate, we are going to have to fight for it. We are going to have to take the initiative and grab the hands of people trying to bring Stargate back and pull ourselves up a little bit. We need to make their job a little easier. Creator Brad Wright is doing his part. 20 months ago, Brad announced that he was in contact with MGM and they seemed receptive to working with him on new Stargate. Brad was careful to say not to expect a show to appear around the corner, but Stargate is important to MGM, and they're working on it. 
Even though the Stargate movie reboot was canned after Roland Emmerich and the studio couldn't agree on a direction, we believe MGM is willing to, at the very least, do a movie with Brad Wright based on the canon of the TV show. The evidence is compelling. Roland Emmerich was asked by Screen Rant in February if he was involved in the new Stargate reboot. Emmerich said, no, not really anymore. Yes, I'm involved, but also not. I think someone else has to do that. MGM is trying. Is Roland talking about Brad Wright? And does MGM is trying mean they haven't given up after missing the opportunity to do the reboot in 2015? Amanda Tapping had a lot to say after speaking to Brad Wright following his discussion with MGM. She said that MGM approached him about Stargate. She said, it's not black and white for sure. I think it would be great to revisit it, even if it was a series of movies, like movie of the week type movies or a limited run miniseries. I don't think it's out of the question. I think it's more possible now than it was, say, five years ago. Tapping's comments after talking to Wright pushed the narrative of another movie. And this makes sense financially, because a movie would be less of a commitment than committing to a full TV series that would be considered a failure if it only went for one season. But if a movie could succeed, it would potentially clear the path for a new series. On April 24th, a fan tweeted to Wright asking if he is working on anything he can talk about publicly. Brad responded by saying, I have two projects in development, all I'm gonna say. Then 45 days later, another fan asked him if there is any chance future Stargate is coming. Wright responded with, trying. So what can we infer from all of this? MGM and Brad Wright talked about doing new Stargate. Wright, Tapping, and Emmerich all seemed to indicate that it would be a small project or a movie. Wright has two projects he is developing, and at least one of those is something for Stargate, because he keeps saying he is trying. Something else we noticed is the word trying is being used a lot. Wright is trying. MGM is trying. The trying comments almost seem frustrated as if someone is trying, but there isn't a ton of movement. It's as if Wright is saying, I'm trying as hard as I can, but I can only do so much. And that is where us fans can help. But more on that in a moment. The reality is that if Wright is working on two projects, one of them is probably not Stargate. If MGM passes on Wright and Stargate again, Brad will likely move on with the other project he's working on. Everyone agrees that for Stargate to have a real chance at a new series, creator Brad Wright needs to be a part of the project. His initial run with Stargate lasted 17 years. After a short break, he spent another five years of his life on Travelers. At 59 years old, who knows how much longer Wright is going to want to do this. If the current Stargate project doesn't happen, who knows if there will be another opportunity with him. So what can we do as fans? Our combined voice is powerful. We blew the top off of Twitter during two Stargate Twitter storms organized by Stargate writer and producer Joseph Malazzi. Our fandom had Stargate trending worldwide in two consecutive years. All of this was to get the attention of MGM and let them know Stargate fans are out here, waiting and ready. We believe both of those events pulled Stargate fans and the community closer together. And no doubt MGM heard our plea, but tweets, while nice to gauge passion, only cost people a small amount of time. What MGM wants to know is will we put our money where our mouth is? If MGM needed to see 2.5 million subscribers on the Stargate Command streaming service, we didn't make it. 
If we had all rallied around Stargate Origins, then we believe today there would already be new Stargate being made by Brad Wright. It's easy to look back and see where we failed, but a wise person learns from their mistakes. And now is the best time to show MGM that if they launch new Stargate, we'll be there. MGM's newest chairman, Michael DeLuca, has been aggressive in gaining ground for MGM. He has been outbidding other studios during COVID, and he's been successful landing high-profile gigs with Ryan Gosling and Lady Gaga, among others. While other companies are being conservative, MGM is being aggressive in pursuing material they think is commercial. As a fandom, we have the opportunity to show DeLuca that Stargate is commercial. It is backed by the fans, and this time we will be there with our wallets for new Stargate. Fans don't usually have to sing for their supper, but if we want Stargate back, we will need to show MGM that we want it, and that we want Brad Wright making it. And that leads us to Project Save the Gate. We've created an awareness campaign designed to let MGM and Hollywood know that the fans will be there to support new Stargate if they make it. At the end of this video, we will share a link to savethegate.org where you will be able to sign a petition that will let MGM and their partners know we are unified as a fandom worldwide in supporting a new Brad Wright-led Stargate series. They need 2.5 million people, so that's what we're going to give them. The goal for the campaign is 2.5 million Stargate fan signatures, which will represent a strong financial number for any studio willing to partner with MGM on Stargate. While we are gaining signatures worldwide, we'll launch an advertising campaign that will target all of the major studios to encourage them to partner with MGM on a new Stargate project. This may be the last and best opportunity we have to help get a Brad Wright-led Stargate series off the ground. We can lay there reminiscing about the past, or we can stand up and fight for the future of our franchise. The stars seem to be aligning with MGM becoming more active and Brad Wright developing a project. Now we just need to bring the fan base together. What happens next is up to all of us, and we need your help with it. To participate in Project Save the Gate, visit www.savethegate.org. The link will be in the description below. So, do you think our fandom can convince MGM that Stargate is worth bringing back? What type of project would you like to see Brad Wright develop? Let's have a conversation in the comments below. And as we mentioned at the top of the video, we asked the graphic designers at MixTees.com to create this Save the Gate Stargate design for you to wear so you can show your support of a new Stargate series. All Save the Gate graphic designs directly support the fandom's campaign to bring Stargate back, and you can learn more about that while at savethegate.org. Also, don't forget to get 20% off your purchase by using coupon code THEPOPCAST when you check out. Links for everything will be in the description below. Don't want this video to end? Visit us at the Popcast Live YouTube channel to learn all of the behind the scenes on this video and others. Until next time... Dial it up, Walter. Yes, sir.